Hello. I'm coming in to rant. This is a ranting episode. <laughs> Something that I love that's not typically productive that's actually productive to me is ranting. It's cathartic and it helps me connect with the right people. So I hope you're ready for a quick rant. <laughs> I'm going to be ranting about the ideal week, why it's trash, <laughs> and give you a ton of reasons why. And then talk about what I teach instead just for a second and we'll close out. So what is the ideal week? Why is it trash? So the ideal week is an activity taught by many time management, productivity, even business and health coaches. Like it's everywhere. It's so common and ugh, it grinds my gears. <laughs> To, if you don't know what this episode or the this uh, concept or strategy, it's like breaking your week into blocks of time, like morning, afternoon, evening, or specific hours of the day, and like just allocating categories of things and like really structuring out your week in this ideal fashion. And it's trash because it's unrealistic. Grr. <laughs> and before I get into any of these things of why it's trash I just want to say if you use the ideal week exercise before that's cool I have too and I've learned that it feels like shit <laughs> so it is not your fault if you've been taught this or if you teach this to other people there's it's mainstream is what we've been taught to use and try and do and it doesn't work for so many of us so it's trash a because it's unrealistic People have unrealistic expectations about what they can do in a week. They, We all, I feel like all of us, <laughs> maybe a generalization, this is the thing that I've really had to work hard for for years is to not overestimate my capacity. We think we can work for five hours straight or three hours straight and then we get frustrated when we inevitably fall short of these unrealistic expectations. B, it's inflexible. Planning out this like ideal week can create this sense of rigidity, which I talk about in my last episode on time blocking mistakes. It doesn't account for unexpected events or changes, but life is unpredictable and a ton of things change. Even the most perfectly made, carefully prepared plans, things change and we have to be flexible. And the ideal week doesn't encourage flexibility at all. Another reason why the ideal week exercise blows is that there's pressure to conform, right? The concept of an ideal week is that like we work nine to five or whatever. We perfectly wake up at 5 a.m. every day and like do our morning routines and like get ready for work and like do everything perfectly. And there's pressure to like be this like quote unquote normal corporate week and we all have different weeks, especially if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or non-traditional worker. Like, your weeks are going to be different than, quote-unquote, the norm. I don't even think the norm is 9 to 5 anymore. However, we feel like a, a failure or like we should be working 9 to 5 if even if we're not. Like, even if you work at night... Even if you work on weekends, it feels like we have to be working Monday through Friday in the morning. So there's this intense pressure to conform to this ideal week. And it leaves us feeling inadequate and 
guilty or unsure or not confident with how we as an individual need to spend our week, our time. So that is so... Next, the ideal week sucks because perfectionism. If you are prone to perfectionism, like me, type A, recovery person, overachiever, the ideal week really like feeds into this perfectionism tendency 100%. And then we strive for perfectionism within this ideal week where like it's a perfect week and then we have to be perfect at it every single week. And again, we fall short and then we give up on scheduling altogether and we feel like it's our fault or that it doesn't work for us. But when in fact, it's just perfectionism that doesn't work for us and perfectionism sucks. Like I want to get rid of perfectionism in every area of my life. So you can choose to not approach your schedule, your week with perfectionism. It makes such a big difference. Next the ideal week is not real and <laughs> the lack of realism you know planning this ideal week without considering your humanness your energy levels your health issues your family commitments like all these things if you don't consider all parts of you your life mind body spirit environment it's not real when it's only work and it's like work nine to five, Monday through Friday, like it's not real. And waking up perfectly every single day, that's that's not real life. And so we set ourselves up for failure by not being real, by planning our digital calendars like this ideal robot, perfect thing that isn't real. It's not real. <laughs> and of course, the ideal week overemphasizes traditional productivity if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time you might already know that my definition of productivity is what is most important to you as an individual not what society says is productive and so the ideal week really like taps into what society says is productive it focuses primarily on standard typical productivity and work and task completion again neglects all the other parts of our life and that leads to burnout and feeling like shit so the ideal week really just like continues perpetuates this like hustle culture and toxic productivity in our world and finally the ideal week exercise sucks because comparison and self-judgment when we compare our actual week to like this idealized week, we feel like a failure. We compare ourselves to each to ourselves. We judge ourselves. Maybe we compare ourselves to other people who can, you know, quote unquote, be more ideal or closer to your ideal week that you want to do. It's just, it feels like shit. It definitely impacted my confidence, my motivation. It made it really hard to trust myself. And so the ideal week is, I'm just going to say it again, trash. If you've been trying to make it work for you and it hasn't, you're not alone. Instead, I teach a weekly template. And a weekly template is just like your average, holistic, pre-built week into your calendar. And it's blank. It's like a realistic and flexible structure that you can then take and edit at the beginning of each week to fit your real life tasks, events, and responsibilities. And of course, it includes your whole life, not just work or what is seen as typically productive. 
And that's what I teach in the Digital Calendars for Humans course. If you're tired of the ideal week exercise, you want something that actually fits you in your life, is sustainable, you can enter to win it for free on my website. It should be out in maybe another week or two. I'm recording this early February and I don't have the exact date yet because I'm a human with life that changes. I just have an estimate. So the integration questions here is what do you think about the ideal week exercise? Do you have any rants about it? <laughs> Has it worked for you in the past? If it hasn't, did you have any insights about why in this episode? And again, if you haven't already, go enter in to win the course for free. It's on my website or in the show notes. And thank you for listening to my rant. I appreciate you and I hope it was helpful. <laughs> okay. If you enjoyed this episode, support this podcast, hit subscribe, leave a review, share it with your people, rant about the ideal week exercise, tell everybody that it sucks and why, and I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>